1: Hey, welcome to the Transform You Live show, the only place where you can make real life and business transformation, harnessing the power of optimism, hope, and faith. But before we get into today's episode,
2: let's hear from our sponsor. Have you been furloughed by the COVID-19 pandemic and looking for extra income? We have a solution for you. Head over to www.joinfunbiz.com and partner with a team you can trust who will treat you like family, marketing organic products that work, targeting weight loss and inflammation. We have over 80 natural organic and CBD products. With everything that's happening in the world, we all need a plan B. You can work part-time or full-time. You can work from home and get paid instantly. This is an independent contractor position. Take a free tour to learn more. www.joinfunbiz.com That's J-L-I-N-F-U-N-B-I-Z.
1: Hello, my people, my people, my people. Welcome back to another amazing show. This is the Transform You Live show, the only show where you can make real life and business transformation, harnessing the power of optimism, hope, and faith. This is the only show you know in the universe where you do that. Um, so hopefully uh, those who are returning, uh, you have spread the word already. And, you know, let people know about great guests, a fabulous guest that we have already bumped up here uh, and made you prepared. Uh, and those who are just, you know, stumbling across, we welcome you also. Uh, so uh, feel free to uh, make yourself uh, comfortable here as uh, we bring on uh, someone who has made the impossible possible. Uh, so our guests today offer cold calling, and training. and pro- has a cold call training program, as well as the wide Development Services. Uh, he's an international keynote speaker and traveled the world speaking on various topics such as instantaneous differentiation, everyone's an entrepreneur, psychological selling, faith at work, and many other uh, topics. Uh, so uh, I look forward today uh, to talking with, and you also will be too, uh, with Paul Newbarker. Uh, uh, how's it going, Paul?
3: It's going fine, Marcus. How are you, sir?
1: I'm doing great and uh and I
3: did I get the last name correctly. Pretty close. It's Newburger, kind of like a sandwich.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know I said Newburger, a uh, new a new burger uh and Newburger, uh, yeah, you know. So I, I think I said Newbauer at the first uh at the first uh, slip of the tongue and then I then I caught myself and said Newburger. Uh so, you know, it yeah, but it's definitely an easy one. Uh, nonetheless, it definitely looks like the way it sounds uh says and sounds. But uh, nonetheless, So, tell us all about your transformation journey from where you started to where you are now.
3: Yeah, so if you would have told me, Marcus, that uh, I would have ended up where I did 10 years ago, I'd have laughed so hard my sides would have hurt. Uh, (laughs) I graduated college in 2005, and at that time, I was an aspiring orthopedic surgeon. I double majored in biology and chemistry, I minored in physics. Um, I guess I used to be smart in a previous life. I don't know where the heck I went wrong, but I thought uh, being the team orthopedic surgeon of the Green Bay Packers would be a pretty stellar job to have. And uh, when I was on campus, like most college students, I needed a job, and I've always been very extroverted. I've always loved building relationships. My wife today, I'll tell you, I love the sound of my own voice. Maybe that played a role into it a little bit back in the day, but for three years, I was a student phone caller for Ripon College, where I went to school in the middle of Wisconsin, and I loved it. I was extremely good at it. Loved building relationships, loved cold calling, Love, you know, like Forrest Gump would say, life is like a box of chocolates, you never know what you're going to get. Cold calling is much the same way. Usually, if you cold call uh, the way that it's typically done, those are sour chocolates that are terrible for you. But anyway, I digress. I just love the surprise and the suspense of all of it, raised a lot of money. And when I graduated, they weren't ready to see me go to medical school just yet. And I guess if you can find a a young man or woman who adores cold calling and is good at raising copious amounts of dollars over the phone, you don't let them go without a fight. So they asked me to they asked me to stay on for a year as a full time fundraiser. I did. And the rest is history. I never went back to medical school. I never went back towards the um, medical route. I I just, I'm a spiritual guy, and I thought this is exactly where God wants me to be. So I got a number of promotions over the next eight years. I ended up as the vice president of Marion University in Fond du Lac, and we we suffered a death in the family uh, in late November 2012. My father-in-law passed away from a fatal heart attack, and it just kind of snapped us into reality i mean he 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 died without life insurance. he died without some of the necessary financial stuff that you should have to protect yourself in case the worst happens and uh, realizing that there might be other people in a situation like that, I left the college presidency track. I left Marion University, I then joined Thrive and Financial, where I realized, hey I've got this real knack for cold calling. I always knew I was good at it now I recognized I was. Borderline great at it, and um, that led me to start my company, my first company, the Cold Call Coach. And as they said, the rest is history. So it has been a very interesting journey, to say the least. Yeah,
1: that that is very very fascinating indeed. You know, uh, it's it's one of those things that make you say, what if, what would what, what would the world be like had Paul would went to medical school instead? You know, we wouldn't have. You know, we wouldn't be blessed with, you know, uh someone like you to be able to offers offer us a, a guide to to be able to uh, get those secrets to cold call success. Uh and you know, you bring you bring a lot of energy to this, you know, because um, you know, as you mentioned, you know, um, you know, people recognize that you were good at it, you know, you you obviously, you know, um, you know, had the passion for it, and you know, it would have been a shorter route. Uh, to to medical school, you know, although it is very uh, tedious, uh, st- and, and, and very studious uh, to do uh, and complete a degree and such, uh, but you know, you choose more uh, a, a, a unconventional way, and you know, work your way, you know, and press through it. And uh, so, so with that being said, you know, what you know, what what, what is most about the cold, cold call and you know uh that you know uh people fear the most but and but do you you know you found that work for you in you know and that you embraced about it
3: yeah, well, I think if you just kind of take a step back, and I know this because, as you already alluded to, my first book came out a couple weeks ago, the secrets to Cold Call Success. Very humbling and blessed to say that we are on we are a number one Amazon bestseller in seven different categories. It's pretty pretty amazing to see how well received this book has been up to this point. And as I was researching for the book, I, I mean, I know the cold call success rates of my clients, I know the voicemail response rates of my clients, but I kind of wanted to get a better idea of what the nationwide average was for those two categories. And what we found by a collection of data, on average across this country, the nationwide cold call success rate is 5.5%, and the nationwide voicemail response rate is 0.7%. So just think about that for a moment, 5.5%. No wonder people tell you cold calling is dead. Could you imagine any other profession on the face of the earth where 5.5% success would be accepted and or celebrated? Imagine if your doctor only got your medical diagnosis correct 5.5% of the time. Imagine if your auto mechanic only correctly diagnosed what was wrong with your car or successfully fixed your car 5.5% of the time. I mean, you would be jailed for malpractice, fraud, or worse. Yet for some reason, that's accepted in the world of cold calling. Part of the reason that we've been able to make such a difference in the world of cold calling, and you mentioned this, Marcus, in my introduction, the motto for my businesses, the motto for the Paul M. Newberger brand, the motto for my life is making the impossible possible because it's only impossible until somebody does it for the first time. That's right. all it is. And I never satisfied. I, I was never satisfied with the status quo. I never settled for 5.5%. Now, I had to go outside of my comfort zone. I had to come up with a better way, and it was not necessarily an easy overnight thing. I mean, when I was with Thrivent as a financial advisor, I, I refused to use their scripts. I just thought I was doomed to a life of failure if I utilized what they gave me. So I spent months developing a better way, trial and error, months attempting new things, new hooks, new value propositions, new attention triggers, new prospecting tools. And over time at my peak, it got to the point where I'd make 15 calls and I'd schedule 15 appointments. And I think the ultimate secret to cold call success to come back to your question, you know, basically, what is the difference? First of all, you have to blow the whole damn thing up because <laughs> yeah. five, five, with 5.5% success, we're not talking about a little cosmetic tinkering, change the tone of your voice or call in the morning. You need a drastic, dramatic, complete overhaul. So depending on what you want to know about that, we can discuss that. But I, I, again, it's interesting. We're in the sales profession. I don't believe sales is a job. It's not a career. It's a vocation. You basically have to be called to do this to deal with some of the stuff that we have to deal with. But it's ironic because we touch lives. We make the world a better place. We bring value to the individuals we speak with, but nobody wants to receive an unsolicited call from a salesperson. So what you have to do is when you, even if you're calling to sell something, you cannot sound like you're calling to sell something. (laughs) And I think what we are, what we are masters at at the cold call coach is conducting a sales call without it sounding like it's a sales call. There's a variety of ways we do that, but I I I'll end on this and I'll send it back to you. But I said, our clients or the nationwide cold call success rate is 5.5%. Our clients on average, have a 36% cold call success rate. 5.5 versus 36%. Voicemail is uh, even more dramatic. The average voicemail response rate is... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
2: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.
3: so not only is it different not only is that outside the box it works and that's a reason why we're in 127 countries across the globe
1: yeah you know um i i really like that you know and uh, i really like the uh the the attitude you bring to it um and the 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 huge model uh the the trending model that you got is you know uh, making the impossible possible um, you know, so and that's so important. And you know, and if we even if we took you know what what you're saying about cold calling and we took this approach, you know, with just any engagement, you know, um, you know, um, because you know, I think you know, with with you know, with people, people struggle with like even with you with just you know, everyday you know, engagement. Uh, and you know, and what I'm hearing here. Is that, you know, um, a lot of, you know, what, you know, you, And I, I'm certainly we, we can go into more deeper, you know, about, you know, some of the, some of the tips you, you got. Um, but what I'm hearing is, hearing mostly is that, you know, um, people are, you know, um, showing up like a dead fish um, on some of these calls. And, you know, and that's, that's sort of like where the world is right now. People are kind of like showing up. Like a dead fish, and in, 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 in interactions, and in, in, in with the way they are with relationships, it, it, am I kind of um, kind of heading in the right direction here?
3: Yeah, I mean, what's what's interesting about the way that we teach cold calling? I mean, I, I love it how people hear the difference between the numbers. Wow, five point five percent nationwide average. You guys are at thirty six percent. Man, Newberger, you must be a genius. Man, Newberger, how the heck did you solve this when no one else seems to get anywhere near? The overall types of success that your clients does. I'm not a genius. I'm no smarter than some of the other speakers and sales consultants that are out there. Because when we go through this process and we work with our clients, they realize, hey, I knew this information all along. Hey, I I I knew that this was the better way to cold call. I just didn't put it all together. And it just took somebody like me to come out of left field and put this all together. I'll give you a very quick example. So one of the things that we ask a lot with respect to our clients, because we start all of our training programs by talking about philosophy, because before we tell you how to build a script, before we tell you how to engage the prospect psychologically, before we tell you what to say, what not to say, we first have to baseline. And by baseline, and we just want to make sure that we're philosophically aligned. And one of the number one philosophies that we believe at the cold call coach is people by people first, not companies that doesn't mean that they don't buy both because obviously they will but what do they buy first and we believe that they buy a person first once they know you once they like you once they trust you now they're willing to listen now they're willing to have a conversation now they're willing to open up and let you learn a little bit more about their needs basically you now have the keys to the kingdom Well, it's interesting. I I travel all over the world speaking, and I always talk about people by people. No matter which keynote speech it is, it's all based in that foundation, people by people first. And if I I had a 1,000 people in the audience, and I ask them, by a show of hands, how many of you believe people by people first? About 985 hands are going to go up time and time again. doesn't mean that they're right, but you see a pattern here. Overwhelmingly, people believe that. But then you ask them to give their cold call script. Then you ask them to give their sales pitch. Then you ask them to start engaging an individual to position a potential sale. And what happens? They start leading with their company. They start leading with their products. They start leading with their professional value. They start leading leading with the services that they provide. And that's a disconnect a mile wide. Literally 20 seconds ago, knucklehead, you said people (laughs) by people first. And some people look at me, Marcus, like I'm stupid. Like, oh my gosh, we hired this guy to fly halfway around the world to tell us people by people. Duh. But then within 10 seconds you say, okay, give me the first two lines of your script. And they say something like this. Hello, Marcus. My name is Paul Newberger, founder of the cold call coach. Just want to tell you about the services that we offer to make you the greatest cold caller on the planet. That may sound fine, but what, who am I selling first my company or myself? And the answer is the company. Right. So, People know this, they get this. And this is one of about 15 different examples that we walk our clients through. You're slitting your own wrists and you don't even know it. You just gotta take a step back, take a breath, have somebody show you what you already know. And when you put these philosophies in the script, when you start cold calling to sell yourself first, when you start cold calling on emotion rather than logic, when you start obsessing about differentiation, when you start making yourself memorable based on the word choice and the selection that you use, when you really just hit it deep from a philosophical basis like that in baseline within three hours, we can nearly double triple your cold call success rate because it's really that easy.
1: Yeah, that's, that's truly amazing. And and it really makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, um, I, you know, I don't, you know, sometimes, you know, I, I think, you know, people really, really get it wrong because, like, you know, I, don't know, I don't know really, I can't, I can't really honestly say, you know, where that comes from, you know, I can, I can make some assumptions, but, you know, let's let's start from, you know, let's go go back a little bit, you know, and you see where where you, you know, where you discover, you know, um, you know, how to just make that connection like that, and and draw those dots, you know, um where 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 did when did you first like just really discovered, you know that like hey you know i i really got to start like you know just you know uh just when i first talk with a person you know when i when i first get on a call you know hey you know it's about it's about the person first you know not not about you know just me just you know selling them on the company and selling them on a product or whatever you know um how did you become so intuitive about that
3: well, I mean, I've always been I've always been a good student of human nature. This goes back to my days in college. And and again, I don't I don't know where it comes from. I don't have any psychological educational background. I haven't read volumes of psychological textbooks, but I don't know. I one of my top intangibles, one of the top skill sets that I possess is empathy. I can relate well to people. I can understand what they're going through. I can feel what they're going through. I've been known to cry at a Visa commercial from time to time. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, a- a- empathy is high up on my list. And I think I really honed these skills accidentally because, you know, I-, I needed to, as I referenced earlier, I needed to make money as a college student. And my on-campus job was a student phone caller. But on the side, I also made a decent amount of money playing cash poker, namely No Limit Texas Hold'em. And Mm -hmm. as any good poker player will tell you, you don't play the cards, you play the man. And I got very adept at that, looking for tells, watching breathing, watching pupil dilations, watching behavior patterns. You know what? This guy gets really kind of bouncy and jumpy. He has a good hand. This guy gets kind of sedated and, and that, you know, a little morose and it turns out he's bluffing. I mean, you, you just start reading people, and that really lent itself to the start of my ability to read and understand people in sales because that's really all that it is. People will not always remember what you said, but they'll never forget how they felt when right. you said it. And a lot of it is reading people. What does this person need to hear now? Does this person need to be lifted up and energized? Does this person need me to go slow because they're feeling overwhelmed? You're not necessarily saying what they want to hear or need to hear. You're just reacting to their tells and you're proceeding accordingly. So I've always been a good read of human nature, but I think where it really started to crystallize, I didn't have a lot of cold call success when I called to sell something, products, services, professional value ads, in this case I was a financial advisor, people just automatically, I got a guy, I'm fine, no, I don't wanna talk about that, thanks. But it was was interesting, I didn't plan this. But when I was a financial advisor, I wanted to get in front of more realtors, top producing realtors for two reasons. One, Mm -hmm. top producing realtors made a lot of money. So if I could get in front of them, I might be their financial advisor of choice, but also financial advisors are around individuals that I want to be around. If you're having babies, that's life insurance. If you're getting married, that's also life insurance. Um, Retirement savings. I mean, any life event a realtor is around is one I want to be around. And I just remember I was getting rejected left and right. Again, I'm leading with my product services company. I'm getting rejected constantly. And one of my clients, just out of the blue, in one of my first meetings with her, when I asked, as a financial advisor should, hey, what what financial goals do you have? What would you like to accomplish over the course of the next couple of years? And she said, well, we want to save money because we're looking to buy a house. Ding, 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 went the buzzer in my head. Oh, my goodness. Now I have something to offer a realtor. Now I have something to give. A realtor. So I had said, well, would you like a referral? She said, sure. Do you know anybody? My answer was no, I don't, but I'd be happy to call some for you. She thought that was the nicest thing in the world. And it's interesting. I did some research and I said, "Well, these are the three realtors I would love to build a relationship with her with. So I, I, I called on behalf of my client, basically dangled her as bait just to say, Hey, I got somebody that might need you, but I want to meet with you, interview you first. And if this goes well, there might be a bunch more Referrals come in your way. And guess what? Three calls to three top producing realtors, three appointments. And two of those three over the next two years eventually became my clients because we hit it off. They liked me and we really connected at a deep level. And that's when these lights started going off in my head. If I'm calling to give something rather than calling to sell something, my odds of success skyrocket. From that day on, my cold calling was never the same that formed the basis and foundation of the training that I do today. Obviously we're a little more sophisticated than just giving away clients, but that was when the light bulb started to go off. So when you take my ability to read people, my empathy intangible combined with what I stumbled across as a financial advisor that day, it it made me a cold call virtuoso because I was able to put all those pieces together.
1: Incredible. Uh, I love it. You know, Very brilliant, Paul, on your part. And, you know, and, you know... It is, it is very hard to teach empathy, you know, especially uh, in a, a culture, you know, that is uh, very, you know, um, very much. Mary
0: redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner
1: Driven on consumption uh, very much um, you know um uh, very much a me meat culture you know and um and everybody's looking for some so, so, some sort of uh, validation but you know when you can you know um uh, switch that you know and uh, switch it off yourself and you know um and have that mindset swi- uh, shift uh, as you did you know um and and that's where your 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 transformation point you know um happened you know um Another transportation point happened for you, and you've seen some real uh, increases uh, happen for you as well. Uh, and you know, uh, you know, by asking questions, giving something, you know, um, it, it really, really can make a, a lot of difference—a a boatload of difference—because um, um, everybody's um, sitting there, sitting there, waiting um, for for someone uh, to to just, you know, just just fill them out and and hear them out. Uh, you know, so so. So, with this, you know, being you know part of part of part of the tip, you know, and part of you know part of like you know just you know some of the training you take take people through, and and some of the things you you have recognized uh, in, in this particular uh, climate, you know, uh, along with that, you know, um, uh, people are very emotional biased, right, uh, and uh, not so much logical. Um, maybe maybe explain that a little bit more.
3: Yeah, and. That's another one of those hallmarks that we teach at the cold call coach. Many times salespeople sell on logic. I can save you money. I can optimize efficiency. I can optimize productivity. I can make this more effective. Basically, if you're in the world of insurance, for example, I can give you twice the cost or twice the coverage at half the cost. And how many times do people come back? "Eh, I'm just not interested. Well, As the salesperson, it doesn't make sense. I saved you money. I know, but it doesn't feel right. I doubled your coverage. I know, but it doesn't feel right. I streamlined your entire your entire process knucklehead. I know, but it doesn't feel right. It's not what you say. It's how you make them feel when you say it. I'm not saying logic doesn't play a role. Of course it does. But you initially have to hit them at a deep emotive level to start this sales process. And that's really what we teach at the cold call coach. And if you don't believe me, I mean, to just go back and look at two instances in particular that we're all familiar with. Number one, a diet. How many of us have tried to stick to a diet only to have it fail miserably? Maybe it works for a day for two days. And in your mind, you're thinking, you know what? I should eat these broccoli stems. You know what? I should have this cauliflower. Logically, that's what I should have. But then your seven-year-old son has a Palermo's deep dish pepperoni pizza that smell wafts into your nose, into your brain, and now you just can't shut off those emotional responses. I know I shouldn't have this, but man, that pizza's going to feel really good going down. So how we act when we're trying to stick with a diet, I think, is an example of that. Another one is if you've ever been in love, that shows how powerful emotional impulses from the brain are. We've all done stupid crazy things when we were in love. You know what? I probably shouldn't be on my girlfriend or boyfriend's lawn dressed up as Cupid singing this love song when I'm tone deaf, but you know what? I can't help it. I'm in love with him or her, I'm going to do it anyway. You do crazy things when you're in love because emotion overrides logic. Plus at the end of the day, it's not just anecdotal information. It's also biochemistry. The Part of the brain that deals with logic is the prefrontal cortex. That's part of the superficial brain, the shallow brain. That, was, that came about later in life when humans started congregating together, living closer together, and they had to understand complex thought like language and communication and that type of thing. The part of the brain that controls emotion, that's called the lizard brain. That's the amygdala. That was the first part of the brain from an evolutionary perspective. That's what handles the fight or flight response. And when um, when you're there face-to-face with a saber-toothed tiger, your heart rate is jacked, your pupils are dilated, the blood is just coursing through your body, you can run five extra miles per hour now because you got that blood going through all your, your limbs and uh, amenities and stuff like that, I mean, that is nearly impossible to override because the amygdala sends a much more powerful response than the prefrontal cortex does. So what we need to do through language, through what we say, through what we don't say, through the order in which we say it, through the value that we offer, through the imagery that we set up in our conversation as well, we just have to hit them at a deep emotive level. A, because people are emotional buyers, as I said, and B, it is very, very difficult to override the emotional part of the brain. So rather than focusing on numbers, rather than focusing on a linear argument, rather than focusing on anything, then it's just gonna be superficial and logical. If we can form a deep, meaningful, personal, emotional connection with the person of interest on the first call, you're going to close business faster. The business is going to be bigger and it's going to stay in the books longer because you went about it the right way.
1: Yeah. I like that. You know, that's, that's really, some really good, you know, good information there. You dropping and, you know, Oh, you're dropping us off, dropping us, Dropping some real great Intel for free here. <laughs> so, so really good, really great, greatly appreciate that. Some value bombs. If we, if we took everything you just said here today and, and we put it inside a, a metal container, we'll probably create a nuclear bomb. So, 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 just, so thank you. Thank you so much here. Uh, you know, let's pivot a little bit here. You know, um, something, something I noticed uh, about one of your keynotes here, you, you have uh, the, the power of faith at work, you know, um, you, you know, you have a, uh, faith at work I you know something you know something that you know that you know it's kind of you know a little bit far uh from for what you do you know um you know from what we're talking about here a little bit you know but I definitely like to touch on it before I before I let you go here you know um you know I kind of kind of kind of feels kind of you know kind of important um you know and um being that you know we we in trying times right now uh and you know on people 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 tend to still you know um kind of struggle with you know uh rather not um you know downplaying faith um is uh is what they should do you know in terms of like business uh you know you know people you know people don't know whether rather not they want to make that part of like you know um their philosophy or or part of part of you know or making god-centric to their lives uh you know and they don't know how to you know um you know, make, make that, you know, um, uh, you know, make God centric, you know, in terms of like being professional. So, so how, how have you, um, you know, developed this message to, to help those um, who struggle with that?
3: Yeah. And I appreciate you bringing that up. So yeah, for me, God is and always will be number one in my life. Everything else is secondary. My business is secondary. My wife is secondary. My children are secondary. And I don't want people to think I'm a, bad as spouse or parent, but God is number one in my life. And it's one of those things that as, as I've gotten older, it, it didn't start off necessarily as a God thing. It started off as a business thing. You mentioned one of my most popular keynote addresses is called Instantaneous Differentiation, How to Make Yourself Memorable. That's, that's my number one keynote, and rightfully so, because how to, how to stand out from your competition within seconds How to message differently how to sound differently how to carry yourself differently how to basically think about all the financial advisors that there are all across planet earth you mean to tell me that if i'm sitting down with a particular financial advisor i can get him or her to sound entirely different in five seconds and talk in a way that this decision maker has never heard from any financial advisor ever before on earth. And my answer is yes. That's a bold statement, but I would encourage your readers to contact me to put that to the test because it is amazing how well it works. So when it comes to differentiation, that's just not the title of a keynote speech that I give. That's my model for life. I need to be different. Think about how many sales trainers are out there. Think about how many keynote speakers are out there. Think about how many entrepreneurs are out there. It's a, It's a crowded field, and if I'm going to suck all the oxygen out of the room, i got to carry myself differently than everybody else. And one of the things that that didn't happen overnight, it wasn't an easy decision. There were some sleepless nights, but I decided to bring faith, Christ, out of the shadows and into the forefront. Now, it's not huge, probably compared to some other people that are out there, but I've got about 30,000 LinkedIn followers. And again, I want people to know the real me, because what do we just get done talking about? People buy people first. If you're going to buy Paul Newberger, you're going to buy a Christian. Right. If you buy Paul Newberger, you're going to buy an unapologetic son of God. And if you don't want that, if you don't like that, there's plenty of other people to choose from. Have at it. I'm not going to be mad at you. I'm not going to be offended if you don't choose me. I'm going to put that out there in the public sphere. So, one, I did it because that's who I believe, and it's easier to always be myself. than okay, I can't talk about Christ with this guy. This guy I can. i got to hide Christ under a bushel basket for two days. Now, I mean, that's exhausting. I am who I am. There's no Christian Paul. There's no secular Paul. There's just Paul Newberger. You take it or leave it. So as I finally started to bring Christ into the forefront, one, it was liberating because this is who I am. And, oh, good, I want the world to know. But what I also started to find is, again, we talk about people are logical buyers, people are emotional buyers, so many sales traders, so many keynote speakers, whether they're a Christian or not, you would never know it because they're taught not to talk that way. They're taught not to share that in the public arena. They're taught not to bring that in to the conversation. Why? Because you might offend people. And if you offend people, they might not want to hire you. So they're making the business choice. I don't want to offend people. I'm going to keep this to myself. That's fine. Well, if you've got 100 cold call coaches, you've got 100 sales trainers, you have 100 keynote speakers, and 98 are subscribing to that theory, that means there's only two that are openly talking about Christ. There's only two that are openly talking about their faith. Well, Christianity is a widespread religion. There are a lot of Christians in this world. Well, many Christians want to work with fellow Christians. So if they're weighing the pros and cons of all these keynote speakers if they're weighing all the pros and cons of all these sales trainers and they can only find one or two that are talking about their faith that gives me a competitive advantage that locks out a lot of the competition now for those that are not looking for it no problem then they're going to go to the other guy but for those that are looking for it it's going to resonate faster I'm going to hit with I'm going to connect with them at a deeper more emotive level and like I said we're going to close business faster because it, it, it's almost, I mean, again, it, it's common sense here to some degree, where if I graduated from Ripon College, which I did in 2005, it's almost kind of like I go to a networking event and I'm talking to this person. And within five minutes, I mean, I'm, I'm getting to know him. And I just said, where'd you go to school? He goes, Rippon College. What's my reaction going to be? Good, me too. Oh, a Red Hawk. I got to buy you a drink. I'm going to put my arm around your neck. I'm going to give you a noogie. I'm going to talk about a great guy. You are, man, we're connected.
1: Exactly. It's
3: the, same, it's the same thing with faith. Dude, I'm a brother. Hey, I'm a sister. And I made that concerted effort to put it out there. I'll work with anybody that wants to better their, their skill set. But I've also put it out there because this is who I am. Take it or leave it. The people that don't want to work with me because of that probably would have been a bad fit anyway. So it helps with self-selection. But the individuals where faith is important, again, business closes faster, it stays on the books longer, and we end up bringing a tremendous amount of value to each other because now it's not just a business relationship; it's a spiritual relationship, and that just makes my life that much more rewarding.
1: Definitely, I love it. Uh, yeah, you, you you definitely have really you know really opened our eyes here and uh, really uh, just just helped many many of us uh, just. Uh, in that respect, as well, I, you know, I, I can't agree with you, with with you more uh, on that. And you know, um, you're really lifting some heaviness of off a lot of people. You know, so um, you know. With that said, you know, is is there any other final words of you know just encouragement or maybe you know just some uh, some some just some final words of wisdom that you may want to leave down for us? Um, yeah,
3: I, I, I get, uh, sure, I get asked a lot because I'm, I own four companies. I've got three children all under the age of seven. I'm on two boards. I was the chairman of the Heart Association Heart Walk for Southeastern Wisconsin last year. How do, you, how do you do it all? How do you maintain such an even keel? How are you able to weather the storms and the challenges and everything that comes at you? I mean, being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart. Being an entrepreneur is not for someone with thin skin. Being an entrepreneur is not for someone that has a weak stomach. And, and it's okay to admit you're not cut out for it. I mean, I'd rather have somebody admit that than trying to pretend there's somebody that they're not. I mean, that's not an existence anybody wants to live. But my, my number one advice, I guess, for that, and I'll, we'll make this our closing remark, is this. A lot of people in society today, a lot of people in sales today, let their standing determine their identity. and I'll tell you what I mean by that. So let's say we're in sales and for two weeks, we're crushing it. I'm getting RFPs left and right. I've got a pipeline that's massive. I just closed three nice pieces of business, good commission, revenues coming in. Right now, my standing is high. Hey, I'm good at sales. Hey, I understand sales. Hey, I get sales. Hey, I'm at the top of my class in sales. Well, if my standing is high and I let my standing determine my identity, my identity is high. I'm a somebody. I'm cut out for this. I'm talented. I bring value to this world. Now, as we know, life and sales specifically is cyclical. As always happens, after those two weeks of nonstop success, let's say we have four four weeks of drought. For some reason, our prospects are ghosting us now, and our pipeline is drying up. For some reason, no more RFPs are coming in. For some reason, I've lost that Midas touch. I can't get anybody to sign on the line that is dotted. So, for four weeks, my standing is very, very low because my results are low. Well, if my standing determines my identity and my standing is low, now all of a sudden my identity is low. I'm up for two weeks, I'm down for four. I'm up for a week, I'm down for three. I'm up for two, I'm down for two. Who wants to be on that roller coaster ride? Exactly. Nobody. I mean, right. that is a miserable place to be, but that's why antidepressants are used so often. That's why there's so much anxiety. That's why there's so much depression. That's why there's so much turnover. That's why there's so many people that are unhappy with their lives because they're letting their standing dictate their identity. You have no control in that regard. You're being reactive in that regard. You're just going based on the whims of the day. I wake up, I'm good. By the time to go to, I go to bed, I'm a piece of crap that is a horrible, horrible, horrible place to be. But the good news is I want to empower your listeners to know there is a better way rather than letting your standing determine your identity. Try letting your identity determine your standing. And all I mean by that is who are you? You know, who is Marcus Hart? You don't have to answer this, but who are you? Who, what do you stand for? What do you believe? Who do you believe in? What is that firm foundation you base your identity on? And once you know what it is, you've got to be anchored into that. You've got to be rooted into that. Now, we just talked about it. For me, now, it doesn't have to be this way for everybody. For me, my identity, I have the title entrepreneur. I have the title father. I have the title husband. I have the title CEO. I have the title son. My my parents are still alive. That's not ultimately what defines me. My identity is rooted in my belief in God. And what I keep coming back to at the end of the day, Marcus, whether I sold or whether I didn't sell, God still loves me. Whether I screwed up or whether I was perfect, God still loves me. Whether I was a good husband, a lousy husband, a good father, a lousy husband, a father, whether I worked my butt off today or I was a little sloth-like at the office, God still loves me. So I am always up because my identity will never change because I am who I am. And I believe who I believe. So I got to tell your listeners, you got to find out what your identity is. You don't even have to, you don't have to be a person of faith at all, but just what do you believe? What makes you, you, what makes you tick? What do you know about yourself? What is that identity? And use that to create a firm foundation. Because if RFP comes, RFP goes. Doesn't matter. Your identity is the same. You have success. You have failure. Doesn't matter. Your identity is the same. People love you. People hate you. You're lighting up LinkedIn. Nobody's looking at your posts. It doesn't matter because your identity is always the same. Don't let society determine your identity. You determine your identity. And once you're rooted in that, you will always be a smashing success.
1: Wow. That is Definitely so timely, and you know that that message just echoes all throughout my you know my spirit. I love it, and you know, there's so many people that needed to hear that because so many people do, in fact, get lost in the titles. You know, um, so many people, you know, allow the outside world to you know uh, just place you know, um, create, create you know the identity for them, and then they get so confused about who they are. And then when everything fails, they have nothing to anchor on to uh, when they're, you know, feeling like they're drowning. So, so thank you so much for that beautiful, beautiful uh, words of wisdom there, you know, and encouragement. Um, your gym, your gym, Paul. You know, definitely. Uh, so, so um, leave leave us with with the um the any social media or you know what the website as well, and 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 the, just. You know, uh, we do know the name of the the book. Um, you know, that's getting ready to release here too. You know, uh, we definitely, uh, which is uh, definitely raining right now um, on Amazon, and it's definitely one that I'm going to get my hands on as well. So, <laughs> and uh, and adopt some of the things that you got going on. So,
3: yeah, no, I appreciate that. So the central information hub for me and my businesses is pretty easy to remember. It's Paul M, my middle initial, M Newberger. in Michael, Paul M. central repository for everything that I do, from international speaking to sales training to cold call coaching. We've got a whole bunch of uh, new initiatives that we started over the past couple months. We work with our clients on why development training some people say well it's easy for you to talk about the importance of why you do what you do i don't have a why everybody has a why and we can help you find it we also even have a script review service where you can say "You know i really like my cold call scripts i'm going to send that over to paul paul can weigh in and talk about how to make it even better so all that information is on our website paulmneuberger.com the book is called the secrets to cold call success again it's been out there for a couple weeks now Once again, blessed to say that it's a number one bestseller in seven different categories on Amazon. All my secrets to cold call success are in that book. And we we talk about some of them, people by people. What does that mean in a cold call? I tell you, people are emotional buyers, not logical buyers. How do you do that in a cold call? I tell you, I also show you how to build a world-class, customized cold call script from scratch. I also walk you through the personalization process. Yes, you follow a methodology. Yes, you follow a roadmap and a script diagramming process, but at the end of the day, you can make it totally uniquely you by following the checklist that I outlined in the book. So very pleased and happy with where we are going. I think we're, we're, we're just on the cusp of even better and bigger things. And it's such a blessing to be able to work with people to liberate them to, to show them there is a better way to show them that yes, you can be a successful cold caller. And if we can work with any of your listeners and help liberate them and show them a more efe- efficient and effective path forward, it'd obviously be a blessing to do that.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, Paul, you know, do hold the lines just briefly here, you know, um, while we just close on out here. Uh, so, uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, you know, and boys and girls, if you happen to be listening uh, with your parents, um, you know, or not listening, you know, I do encourage you to uh, let parents know about this. Uh, so, uh, the the name of the book once again is Secrets to Cold Call Success: Close More Business in Less Time Than Ever Before. Uh, and we were just having a great chat here with uh, Paul M. Newberger. Uh, the website is paulmnewberger.com. We will have all those links and much, much more uh, in the episode description. Of this wonderful podcast um, episode uh, recording here, you can find that either to your left or to your right or right below, um, however you are listening or viewing. Uh, so make sure you take the time out and um, check that out and share all of this and much much more with someone um, you love and whether that be a family member, friend, cousin, or if you think you got an enemy out there, I don't know why you think you do. Um, do. Share this with them as well, you know. And when you do, they're gonna be like, "Hey, why are you doing this?" Say, "Hey, I wanted I wanted to show you some love today." So we are commanded to love each other. So let's do take the time out and, and do that. Um, so this is the Transform Your live Show, the only show where you can make real life and business transformation. I'm your host, of course, Marcus Hart. Until next time, many blessings, peace, and lots of love.